Hi everybody, welcome back to Merry-Go-Round. I know it's been a long time, but I didn't really have much to talk about until I guess now. So I recently went to Disney again. <clears throat> well, first time since 2019 or 2020, right? Yeah, so I just thought I would let you know how it goes and how it went and all the things I did and the rides and blah 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 so uh, again this is my experience so your mileage may vary and I just wanted to give you an update on that and then once this episode is done I'll probably I'll try and start dropping ones more regularly regarding different things and I'm gonna start calling it I think like the little sections I'm gonna call them your mileage may vary okay so we're gonna go to Disneyland I started planning this probably I would say May I believe uh, what I did was I looked at the vaccines, I looked at the mandates, and I thought, well, I'll have two vaccines. I got my first one in May and my second one in July, I believe. And I thought, well, I really miss going. Disney itself had opened up. They were doing the reservation system, which what I was used to anyways, because of the Flex Pass. And I had enough air miles to take me pretty much anywhere so I thought why not and I talked to my husband and we agreed it would be okay I would just take you know health precautions and blah 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 so I booked online I knew when I wanted to go which is always the week after Thanksgiving our Canadian Thanksgiving and the oogie boogie party was the Thursday which would be the day I want to go and then I would need tickets and a hotel and testing to get down there and to come back and that was probably the most I'm not gonna say stressful but it was the most involved part of planning this trip by far so I could not buy tickets I couldn't get tickets online with Air, or air miles so I just used my air miles for flight and I booked through WestJet well I booked WestJet through air miles for the Thursday I would land around 1 o'clock you know the usual and I would leave Monday afternoon around 1 o'clock so that was set then I went looking for hotels my I have three or four go-to hotels so the first one the first two were right across the street uh, on Harbor, so that was the Del Sol, and they were booked already for the time I wanted to go. Then I looked at the Desert Inn. The Desert Inn had room, so I thought, okay, sweet. Then I looked at the Clarion, which is further down the road, but it's kitty corner to a tram, and their price was actually more than the Desert Inn. And sweets and then I looked at the Tropicana which we stayed at the last time we went and it was a lovely place but again it was too, too expensive so I booked with the Desert Inn 
and got my dates. Then I went, I think I just went to Disney to get the tickets. Tickets were still kind of new. Undercover Tourist wasn't really selling them for much of a discount, and I didn't really feel like going all over House Half Acre to try and save 10 bucks, so I just bought them through Disney. They got immediately applied onto my app, and then I was able to make my reservations for the dates I wanted. I think it's, I think it was something like 90 days out or something. So this was before they brought in the magic keys, which are the replacements for the annual passes. So I had all that set up, then I had to worry about testing. So to get down to the States, all you need is antigen testing, but to come back, you have to have PCR. And I was flying into Santa Ana, so I didn't have to fill out the LA County form. So I, was looking at different places for testing. So this is where it gets weird. Um, at the time I was looking at the tests, there were really only a couple places on Vancouver Island, mostly in Victoria, and they were anywhere from $250 up, which was ridiculous. Then there are scads of places on Vancouver, in Vancouver, most, you know, even like Shoppers Drug Marts, and they were super cheap. They were under hundred bucks or 150. I'm like, this is, this is stupid. So the time now, time passes, and it was the first week of October, and I got a phone call from Air Miles saying, uh, you know, that your flights have been changed. I said, yeah, uh, I know WestJet moved my flight from Victoria to Vancouver up, so now I have three hours at Vancouver International, so I was just gonna get tested there. And I booked, I had booked a testing at Vancouver International with uh, this company. And the lady said, no, 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 that was their last change. This one is moving your flight from Thursday to Friday and then your return flight from Monday to Sunday. I went, no, 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 no. Like, why would I want to fly and spend Friday, Saturday and then come home Sunday? Like, no, that's ridiculous. So she said, yeah, like, you're going to have to fix this. So we couldn't fix it for whatever reason, but because I always buy the insurance, which is only like $140, I got all of my air miles returned. And a couple days later, I got my uh, insurance that I paid, that money returned onto my credit card. So with those air miles returned within 10 minutes, I went back online, WestJet was only flying they weren't flying the days I needed, absolutely, and not even to LA. So I ended up booking with Air Canada. Unfortunately, it was to LAX. So that was like, eh, not really looking forward to that. And then the afternoon flight that was showing, every time I tried to book it, it said it's no longer available. So I'm thinking, then why are you showing it to me? Whatevs. 
So I ended up changing my flight from WestJet to Air Canada, from Santa Ana to LAX, from a one o'clock landing to a four o'clock landing, and from a one o'clock in the afternoon departure to a 7.30 in the morning departure. Yeah, you heard that right. Then I had to change my shuttle, so I always book with Carmel, but I don't know if I'm going to so much next time. Uh, my Because I was going now to LAX, the price increased another 30 bucks. But had I gone with a different um, private car hire, it would have been an extra 50 or 80 or something. So, But I probably would have gotten picked up quicker. Anyway, so now I had that solved. But the testing, I wouldn't have enough time in between flights for my test. So I canceled that booking. And it turns out that just recently, the Shoppers Drug Mart in Nanaimo, in Harewood, does international flight testing. Because there is a place at the Nanaimo airport, but they don't recommend it for international flights for some reason. But their whole point of being there is for international flights. But they want you... They, they actually told me, well, just go to Vancouver, get tested, and then come back so you can have your flight from here. And I'm like, you guys are dumb. But this Nanaimo Shoppers Drug Mart, super easy. It's through Life Labs. So you have to book through Life Labs first. And once you pay 157 Canadian dollars, then you use that payment receipt form number they give you to book with the pharmacy at Shoppers Drug Mart then they give you your confirmation number and stuff like that. You tell them when you need it, obviously. So I drove up to Nanaimo, super easy, had a little bit of a wait, not long. Lady scooped my nose, uh, swirl, 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 both nostrils. And then within 15 hours, I had my result. Negative, yay. And so the next phase was able to proceed. So I'm just going to take a little bit of a break here and then I will tell you all about flying down to LAX. And we're back. So what happened next? So I packed all my things. I packed an extra empty bag just because I knew I was going to be buying a bunch of stuff and doing the Halloween party and stuff. So the Oogie Boogie Bash was a separate ticketed event that you had to pay for. A little on the pricey side, but they always kind of are. And it went from 6 till 11 at Disney California Adventure. And my flight was landing just before 4. I, was, I would be allowed to go into the park at 3. Merch won't drop until 6. So my flight landed at quarter to four in Terminal 6. Nice, easy flight. When I booked in, when I checked in in Victoria, they wanted to see my test results, so I showed them my um, the physical paper test results. And then I had paid, I think I paid an extra 40 bucks per seat just to get the aisle, the exit aisle seats 
just so I could spread my legs out, like stretch my legs. And that was really, you know, kind of worth it. Like less than a hundred bucks per seat or for both seats, both ways, just the LAX part. And it was absolutely, I think, worth every penny just so I could stretch out. And the seats behind me were far enough away that I wasn't kicked in the back every five seconds. So that was nice. I got good sleep on the way down and on the way back. Well, the flight down was nice and uneventful. We all wore masks. I slept and then pulled in. We flew over LA. I got pictures of the Hollywood Hills with the Hollywood sign. And that was kind of cool. And it was just really neat to, to see a different view. So we landed in Terminal 6 and made our way down to baggage claim. It's quite a long walk. You make your way down to baggage claim and there's a sign, the Air Canada sign for baggage, and there was a sign on top of that sign that said, go to Terminal 5. Oh, for crazy sakes. Because if had I known that, I would have done that while I was still upstairs because you can go from Terminal 6 to Terminal 5 upstairs, but no. Anyways, out the doors, hang a left, walk, 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 down to Terminal 5, hang a left, go inside again, and there are three baggage carousels. So you're like, well, which one then, you know? So then they made an, an announcement. They made one announcement the whole time. Uh, Air Canada flight, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're on baggage carousel one. Okay, fine. So there, we were all standing around waiting. We all made it before our bags did, which is kind of surprising. So the bags came and then they stopped and then another batch of bags came down. Fortunately, my bag was in there. I had a backpack as well as my carry-on, so I just needed the one suitcase and off I go. And I contacted Carmel and he said, okay, so you go, there's a road where it's kind of through traffic and kind of drop off traffic. And then like a, an island in the middle and then on the outside is the pickup traffic and also through traffic and parking and stuff. So he said, go across the road to the island in the middle and go to Pylon 5G. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I just happened to be there. That's where I'm at. He says, okay, your driver will contact you and uh, let you know what he's driving and he'll be there in a minute. I'm like, okay. 45 minutes later, as I've watched all these people get picked up by various car hires and stuff, I was like, I should have just picked a lift. Like, this is ridiculous. So I called Carmel again, and I'm like, what's he driving? Where is he? And he goes, oh, he hasn't called you? And I'm like, no, he hasn't called me hasn't texted me, nothing. Like, what's going on? So he said, he's driving a black SUV. It'll have a big K in the corner. You'll know it's him. So sure enough, about five minutes, 10 minutes later, this guy pulls up. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry. Traffic was horrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you guys know when my flight is landing. Like they know because you have to tell them when your flight is landing. So why weren't you closer is what I'm thinking. Obviously, I'm not going to say it to the guy, but I'm like, seriously. And I didn't, I asked him if he had change for a 20. He didn't even have change for a 20. So I wasn't going to give him a tip. Like I'm not going to give him a $20 tip. So we get in the van and it's rush hour because it's LA. And even in the HOV lane, it's still 
pretty, I mean, it's fast, but it's bumper to bumper all the way outside of, out, out of LA, down to the I-5, down to, down to the I-91, blah, blah, blah. And by the time I get to the hotel, it's like 7.30. So I'm not happy. It's dark. I've obviously missed you know, a good hour and a half of the party. And I'm just like, you know, you knew when I was landing, you could have been closer. You could have been there. You could have waited 10 minutes for me. Anyway, so I get checked in, go to my room, get changed, head and grab I have a back, like a, a shoulder slinging kind of pack that I'm, I've got with all my things. And I head over to Harbor, I get through security, and they said, you can't wear your cloak. So I'm dressed as Merida. I have a long dress, I have a fake um, red wig with a crown that kept sliding off, driving me crazy. And I have a red cloak. And they said, you can't have the cloak because it's tied around your neck. And if you go on a ride, you might hurt yourself. And I'm like, I've worn this cloak for the past four years. Like, <laughs> this is the first time you're like, you're saying it's a safety hazard. Really? Well, you could go over there to the lockers and blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? I'll just put it in my bag. And you're just going to have to trust me that I won't wear it. Like I'm Canadian. You can trust me. And it was hot enough I didn't need the cloak, which was, you know, nice, but it, it adds a little bit of extra zhuzh to the costumes because it's a pretty basic costume. So anyway, I get through the gates at California Adventure and I get my wristband and I get sent over. They give me a bag, a little tiny treat bag. They're the cutest things. And so it begins. California Adventure was amazing. It was full of beautiful purple and green lights. <clears throat> they had the bats coming out of the top of Carthay again. They had the projections everywhere. Character meets were a little bit different this time. The characters were behind ropes and you could get selfies taken. The, there were photo pass. The photo pass is included in your Oogie Boogie ticket. So if you wanted a photo pass photographer to take your photo, absolutely 100%, but they won't do it with your phone now. So that was like, mm, okay. And when you're traveling solo, it's really nice to have those photos and the ability for the photos to come through because otherwise you're not gonna get a, a record of your trip. So I went to the haunt, the Headless Horseman statue. Then I wandered down and I thought oh I'd really like to maybe make a drawing so I went in the first trick-or-treat trail I went into was the Oogie Boogie one and he wasn't there he was taking a break so I got some candy and then I'm like it was inside the animation studio so I thought well I'll just go and learn to draw something so I went in and I learned to draw Sarah Sanderson from the Hocus Pocus so that was cool and then I came out, and as I came out, Oogie Boogie was there. But I wasn't about to go through the whole rigmarole again. So I came out, and I went back towards the center, towards uh, Carthay. 
and then I, I was a little hungry. So I wanted to do this, um, it's all mobile ordering now too, by the way. So I, <clears throat> you bring up your, you bring up your mobile app and you say, you, you look and see what restaurants are available. You say mobile ordering and you bring up the restaurants and it'll tell you, um, what restaurants are near you and then it'll go further afield. So I was near Smoke Jumpers Grill. <clears throat> when you click on that, it brings up the whole menu and then you just add it to your order. It will confirm with you and then it asks you for your payment. So I have gift cards, as you know, so I usually get gift cards before I go from Canadian Tire. So I had two. I had one $500 one and one $1,000 one and absolutely I cannot stress this enough as soon as you get a gift card from Disney you need to register it <clears throat> because if it gets lost or stolen or whatever you don't want other people to be able to use your money and you want to be able to transfer it to another card so you need to to register it so that you can automatically go online and do that and, and have control over the amount remaining so I put in my gift card number. Somebody gave me a really good hack. As soon as you have your gift card number, put it into your notes app and then you can just copy and paste instead of typing it in each time. So that was a really good hack. So just copy and paste. It comes up, it takes it. I have a, I have a bit of a discount. So it took my discount off right away at the source. And then it said, uh, let us know when you're here. So I said, I'm here now. And then there's a, usually a cast member out front and they have an iPad and you just say, yeah, I'm here to pick up an order and it's being made. And they'll say, yeah, it's being made. Like you just go down aisle four or whatever. So I ordered a beer and a Monte Cristo, half a Monte Cristo. So when it was finally my turn, I showed the guy my order and he goes, oh, do you have any ID? And I went, yeah. So I show him my driver's license and he went, Oh, that's, that's not a, it's an out of state driver's license. I went, yeah, it's Canadian. And I had forgotten that you have to show your passport to show your age instead of your driver's license because they will not accept that. And I said, look, I forgot. It's back in my hotel room. I said, I just really want a beer. And he's like, well, I don't know. I said, dude, you really think I am underage? I'm like, I'm here to celebrate my 55th birthday. You think I'm underage? And he goes, well, you know, it's the rule we're supposed to ask. Let me, let me get my manager. So no word of a lie. This, this guy brings over another guy and the guy goes, just give her her beer. <laughs> he takes one look at my face. He's like, just give her the beer. He goes, you know, we're supposed to ask. I said, I know, and I forgot my passport. It's a Bud Light. Like, seriously, if you think I'm 17 years old, I will pay you money for that. But seriously, so they're like, yeah. So I got my Monte Cristo and my beer. It was okay, the Monte Cristo. I couldn't finish it. The breading was really thick, like the fried part. 
but it was nice to eat and it was good and it was hot and that's all I care about. So then I went from there, I went, I was going past, I went down the Maleficent Tree Trail, saw her, she was in fine form. And then I decided the lineup for Villains Grove wasn't that long. So I decided to get to do that because I hadn't done it last time because the lineup was always so long. So it's in the Redwood Creek Trail and all they do is they, it's just atmospheric. There's no characters. There are no, um, not, no, nobody to meet or anything. So I went and, um, I went down there and it was, it was actually pretty nifty. The, um, the, um, the effects were really neat. The projections and the, but the best part was I came around the corner and all I could smell were roses, like overpowering roses. It's because we were in the Queen of Hearts Rose Garden and they went from red to white and it was beautiful. It was so nice. It was so cool. Lots of really neat effects. There was like a little volcano somewhere. There were the hyenas marching from Lion King. There were, there was a lot of fun. It really, really well done. Lots of atmosphere and smoke and fog and all that stuff. So it was pretty cool. So then I went from there. Oh, and then there were characters. So the last time I was there, King John and the Sheriff of Nottingham were there. And so they were there again this time. But they also had Smee as their third. So that was cool to meet Smee. And it was a lot of fun to participate in their conversations. And they, they don't talk, obviously, but it was lots of fun. And then I went down to the pier. So I'm going to take a bit of a break here. And we're going to take a, a rest because our feet are tired walking around all night. And I will be back with the next part of our journey around California Adventure. All right, welcome back. So where I left off was going on to the Paradise Pier. And it was lovely and beautiful and all those sparkly things. So I walked down to the area where they have the Day of the Dead stuff going on. And I took some pictures. I took pictures for a couple in front of me, and then they took my picture. And it was a great picture, except I had my mask on, which was kind of a bummer. Would have been really good without my mask, but whatevs. And then, so speaking of masks, by the way, so if you were inside, whether you were eating, as long as you were walking around, or on a ride, you had to have your mask on. If you were outside, you did not, but many people would wear their masks. And sometimes I felt more comfortable wearing my mask and sometimes it was more comfortable not to wear my mask. So it was really a real personal decision, but I, 
nobody looked at anybody weird. There were a couple people, you know, we've been doing this for two years, people. The mask goes over the nose. And they even say in their announcements, you need to wear an approved face covering that goes over your nose and your chin at the same time. And I saw so many people with their nose hanging out over top. Or there was one guy, he was in Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical, the Starbucks there in DCA. And he just decided he wasn't just going to, he was, just wasn't going to wear a mask. And the cast member said, sir, you need to put a mask on. And the guy just walked right by him and sat down. And the cast member didn't make it a thing or anything. But, you know, they, they were there to, to look out for that. Okay, so... I'm, there I am. I'm walking down Paradise Pier and I decide, yep, Incredicoaster time. So I went on the Incredicoaster, super fun as always. And because it's an outdoor ride, you did not need to have your mask. So I didn't wear it. And in fact, I took my wig off. And somewhere in the mix, I lost my mask and I wasn't even thinking about it. I think this, the cast members tried to help me out, but I was just overwhelmed with people. There wasn't a ton of people, but there were enough people. And keeping a grip on my kit and putting everything in and getting into the ride and getting out of the ride. And I just, by the time I realized I'd lost my mask, I was headed up Paradise Pier and I was headed over to the Avengers Campus. So it was amazing. I cannot tell you how incredible the Avengers campus is. It had, it was constantly playing Avengers music. There was a lit up Quinjet on top of the building. I'd forgotten that Web Slingers was a standby line that night and you didn't need a virtual queue I just it completely slipped my mind otherwise I totally would have done it but I walked through and then I saw guardians and I was like oh my god I can't go anywhere I need a mask and so I saw Captain Marvel outside of the building so I got my picture done with her I guess a couple nights later at the next Oogie Boogie they had zombie Captain America that would have been cool too from what if anyways captain captain marvel was fabulous as always i love her so much uh, oh you're on a solo mission tonight and i love your badges and it's the pins on my lanyard and stuff so that was pretty cool um then i went i was headed over to the to the gift shop at guardians and because the one cast member in avengers i said look um i've lost my mask would you happen to know of anybody who might have a spare until I can buy one. And she's like, nope, sorry, can't help you. Maybe Guardians. And she just walked away. She was being kind of skanky about it. Anyway. So then I walked, as I was going, headed over to the Guardians section, the gift shop. The guy there, he was like, um, ma'am, can I help you? And I went, yeah, I've lost my mask. And I wanted to see if anybody in Guardians would happen to, could help me out. And he goes, oh yeah, just go and ask and maybe they, they can sell you one kind of virtually or whatever. So I went over there and I said, hey, um, I need a mask. And she goes, yeah, be right back. And she had a disposable. God bless her. I carried that thing with me 
for like I just put it in my bag as a spare because knowing me I'd lose another one and I loved the mask that I, I lost it was a beautiful haunted mansion one so I'm gonna have to buy a new one because it was probably one of our favorites mine and my kids so uh, by this time it was going on maybe 10 o'clock the next oogie boogie um, the, the parade was coming up and I was just I was so tired and my feet hurt and I was looking at all the things and I was just bagged so I was like you know I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call it a night and so I left I guess it was around the party was over at 1130 or 11 o'clock anyways so I guess this was like 10 1030 and so I took my all my candy and I just I left I took off got back to the hotel my feet were killing me and I put my candy into one of the spare bags that I had brought with me in my suitcase got my clothes ready for the next day and I was out done zonked so after a reasonably restful evening I woke up the next morning I always wake up between like 5:30 and 6 anyways today was no different so now it was Friday. Friday was the day I had booked for my free Walgreens test to come home because they said it would take up to 72 hours. My flights got changed to first thing Monday morning. And if I walked everything back, I figured if I go in around 12.30, 1.30, I think it was 1.30, then I should be able to get my results back in plenty of time. And it's free. So I went to Disneyland because I wanted to get the uh, Rise of the Resistance queue. And it wouldn't let me do it unless I'd gone through the gates. And this is what I didn't understand. So you could, at 7 o'clock, before the gates even opened, you could get into the queue, the virtual queue, for Rise of the Resistance or Web Slingers. But I think it's because it knows that you had a reservation for that day, maybe? Anyways, obviously it didn't work. It's because at 7 o'clock, I was still on a lineup headed out towards Harbor Boulevard. Like, it was long. But by the time it was 20 after 7, I was standing in the line in front of one of the gates. So that's nice. But they were only, we didn't find this out until they opened. They didn't open every gate. They opened every second gate. So while we were all standing in line, we had to merge these two lines once they opened. That was kind of embarrassing. But I got my picture. I got my hard copy ticket and walked in and paid for my photo pass. So that was 30 Amer 30 Canadian. So it was like 20 something American. And I could pay through PayPal, which was nice. Kind of wish I had the option to pay with a gift card as well, but maybe in the next iteration. But anyways, everything was right there on the app, super easy to do. And then it gives you a QR code that you show to the PhotoPass photographer. And some people say, oh, just take a screenshot so you can show it to them and it's easier to bring up instead of going back into the app, which I guess it is, but I take so many of my own photos, I'm scrolling a lot. So it's probably easier for me to just get it through the app. Uh, yeah. So I had some pictures taken at the front because the lineup wasn't very long. And then I went through under the tunnel, which was lovely. 
and saw Main Street again and just like warm fuzzy feelings and they are handing out buttons they're not it's a cart I asked one of the guys and like CMs I'm like hey where's where's the buttons and they were over <coughs> in a cart and it was one that was I'm celebrating one was happy birthday and one was graduation there was anniversary you know all the buttons that we're used to but they just there was no CM there to write on them so you either had to do it yourself or just hope for the best so I'm hungry so I decided to go up to Jolly Holiday I always order my one of my breakfasts is always at Jolly Holiday it's their breakfast sandwich and a hot chocolate because their hot chocolate is the abueta which is the Mexican hot chocolate it has a bit of spices in it it's just delish and I wanted one of the travel mugs again so I added that to my order paid with my gift card and walked up to Jolly Holiday and was and encountered a wall of people well of course I did they were there for rope drop duh so as soon as rope drop hit it cleared out and by 802 I was standing on the patio at Jolly Holiday waiting for my order because I said I'm here waiting for my order to be made and then I I got it and I asked for a glass of water got my water sat down and it was lovely I enjoyed watching people and just listening to the sounds it was my my favorite part of the morning is at Jolly Holiday. So I realized, okay, it's about time I headed out. By the way, Big Thunder Mountain was shut down for refurb, so I couldn't ride that at all. I was very disappointed. So I headed to um, back out because it was time I had to get my car. The car was for 9 o'clock, I think, or 9.30 or something. So it was only, it was on West Catella and Clementine. So there is a shortcut to get there, but I just, I thought, well, I'll just go for a walk. It was a 15 minute walk and it's long. It's a long walk. You go all the way down to the CVS, you turn left, you just walk, 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 walk. And as I was approaching it, it was like half a block away, I looked to my right and I saw one of the the ART buses, the rapid transit they call it, the Anaheim Rapid Transit, which is ART, and it's their their buses that go from the Toy Story lot to Disney. And I'm like, this has to be the other end of the Toy Story lot from where the Clarion is situated. So I made a mental note of that, walked into budget, and they gave me a beautiful white Prius. So I just I'd never driven a Prius before it's a nice ride it's an interesting car not probably not my favorite setup of a vehicle but it was I mean if I didn't know any better and it's it's lovely and so I just left everything on electric the whole time I bombed around I didn't use any gas at all so that was nice it holds quite a charge and it does regenerative regenerative charging so I didn't have to plug it in which was lovely because I wouldn't have known how to do that. Like I know how to plug in my car, but I don't know how to plug in a Prius. So I drove down to Knott's Berry Farm. The only reason 
I wanted Knott's Berry Farm was for boysenberry jam, boysenberry butter, and Mrs. Knott's chicken. While the marketplace has its own parkade, the first hour is free, and after that you pay, or you can get a second hour if your receipt is over $20. So I found a place that was empty, because it just opened, literally five minutes before I pulled in. So it opened up, I pulled in, I received my uh, little ticket thing, and I walked across the street. The Emporium was closed. The place where they sell the, the butter and the spreads and the, all that stuff was open. So I went in there, no jam, no butter. Every other kind you could ask for, every other kind. So I bought some canned boysenberries, some cranberry boysenberry relish that we're gonna try, I guess, on something. Meat, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't usually eat relish, so we'll see what happens. Then some crumble to go with the cans of boysenberries. And some muffin mix and what they did it was super cute so if you are a crafty person who has a sewing machine and some spare fabric do this and you will make a mint so what they did was they have like a muffin mix an orange muffin mix in an in an orange bag sewn bag with little leaves sewn leaves on it and it's super cute and you could do that for any kind of muffin mix which they did so chocolate chip it was like a little chocolate chip shaped bag with the muffin mix in it super cute lemon poppy seed it was yellow a little black flex it was super super cute awesome idea there you go with the instructions tagged on it and so i thought well this is handy like this would be a really great little christmas crafty gift to give out especially if the supply chain is going to be as shitty as they say it's going to be just go down to your grocery store, like make your favorite muffin mix with your dry ingredients, make little tags with what, how to make your muffin or your whatever it is you're giving them, hot chocolate even would work, and put that into a little bag and there you go, Christmas is done. Anyways, super cute idea. And then they had a sale, it was buy four pieces of fudge, get two for free, so I did that very like big pieces as well and then they had some sugar-free candy so I got or chocolates so I got like three of those then I went over walked around a little bit and then I went to Mrs. Knott's kitchen which was like the chicken to go and they didn't have any sides just biscuits and chicken and I'm like I will take it because I'm really only here for the chicken now if you've never had Knott's Berry Farm chicken before there is a recipe that I tried on the interwebs. It's very close. You will never know the difference. And it's so good. It is so moist, so delicious. The, the batter is crispy. It is so good. And their biscuits, I mean, they're nothing to write home about, but they come with boysenberry preserves. So little uh, individual servings. So I grabbed those because, you know, gotta get a while again. So now I'm done. My parking was free. I'd only spent like maybe half an hour max. 
I went into the candy store there and they didn't have any candy corn, which is all my kid wanted. So I was like, yeah, okay. So I hop in the car and I drove back to the hotel, put everything away and I just sat and had my lunch and ate my chicken, two out of the three pieces and relaxed because it was starting to get really hot out. It was 32 to 35 every day I was there. It was pretty hot. So now it's about time I have to go. So I grabbed the car from the valet. He was kind enough to keep me, keep it for me. I'm like, do I owe you any money? He's like, nah, don't worry about it. So I hop in the car and I head to this Walgreens, which is pretty close to the hotel. Drive down to the Walgreens. And when I get into the parking lot, so you can see the drive-through and the lineup is, it only allows for maybe four, maybe five vehicles and it's full. So I park in a parking spot across the entryway in the parking lot to make sure that I can, you know, just deke across when it's my turn. Cause it was 12 o'clock and I had like half an hour, but I noticed the line is not moving. It's just sitting there and there's somebody right at the end of the line and she's trying to get into the line and she's kind of blocking the exit entrance and kind of not. So I wait and then this lady, I guess in an escalator or something, she sits literally right in front of my car waiting to go across the drive so she can join the line. So I'm thinking, oh, this, this will be interesting. Now it's not moving. Nobody has gone anywhere. It's unbelievable. So after about 15 minutes of waiting, the lady in the black vehicle decides she's no longer going to wait. So she leaves. No word of a lie. One minute later, the line moves. And so the last vehicle, she goes forward. But I still can't get in there because she's taken up the very last spot. And if I go across, I'm going to block the entrance exit into the whole parking lot. So I'm just sitting waiting. And now I'm sitting, I pull out of my parking spot and I'm sitting and I'm waiting where that black Escalade was. So people can still get around me to leave, which is fine. But I'm, I, they kind of know that you're going to go across. So now another 20 minutes pass. The line is not moving at all. And the last lady in the silver car, she's had it. She's done. So she decides to leave. And she leaves. As I pull across to take her spot, the line moves forward. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, had she waited five more seconds, she would have been fine. So then the next vehicle goes pretty quick because they were just there to pick up a, their, their pharmacy stuff. So they go. And then I wait another 20 minutes for the car in front. And so now it's my turn. Now I had booked this ahead of time online. I think I booked it the day before I left because you can book up to two days in advance. And I showed my passport and my email, my booking email against my window. You're supposed to sit with your window up the lady is behind a window and she has like a microphone thing that you can't barely hear through. And I held everything up. She goes, she asked who I was. Yes, this is me. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, I'm Canadian. So if you need me to pay, look, I'll, I'll, I'll pay. She goes, no, we'll track you down. 
And I'm like, really? Like, I don't get that, but okay, whatever. So she says, have you had this done before? And I said, well, I've had it done to me, but I've never done it myself. She said, okay. Here is your swab. It's a very long stick. And here is your vial. You open the vial. You swab your nose. The cotton has to disappear all the way inside your nose. You cannot see any cotton sticking out. I'm like, okay. She goes, you swab around for a couple minutes, and then you put it into the vial. Snap off the stick because the swab is longer, and then put cap the vial, and then put it in the bag, and then slide it into the tray, and the tray will come back to me. And I'm like, okay. She never told me that there was liquid in the vial. There's not one word said about liquid. So when I open up the vial, it tilted over and it spilled. So I get the swab and I stick it in my nose and I swirl around for, I count to 15, and I put it into the vial and I click off, I snap off the, the remaining stick and I put the lid on and I'm, it comes with a little napkin and so I'm using the napkin, the serviette, to wipe off the liquid. And she sees me because she's higher up and she says, did you just spill the liquid in the vial? And I said, yeah, like I didn't realize there was liquid. You're not supposed to spill the liquid. And I'm like, okay, didn't know that. She goes, <sighs> pulls out another vial, puts it in a bag, shoves it to me in the, in the tray. I take it, she goes, please take the original swab out, put it into the vial and do not spill the liquid and send it back. I'm like, okay. So now I have to try and get this shortened swab out of the vial. Then I realize, well, there's no more liquid in it, so I can just dump it out on my hand. So I push it out a bit and I get the stick and I put the stick into the vial of liquid and then I close that up, put it into the bag. And she's like, do not send me the garbage. I don't want your garb your trash. I just want, oh, okay, fine, so okay. So send that. <clears throat> put all the trash into my purse because I'll just toss it out at when, where I, when I can. And that was it. So I pull out, a little flustered, and I pull into the parking lot and I go into the Walgreens because I was looking for something. So they didn't have it, but they did have candy corn and I thought, well, I'd better buy some because my daughter is a big candy corn addict and there was none at all in Disney. Just none. So, okay, so I'll buy a couple bags there. And I think I bought a Kit Kat bar. So I did that and I go back to drop the car off and I walk half a block and I turn left and I go through the parking lot and I hop on the trolley bus, the tram, the ART bus and I get back to Disneyland about 1.30 or so. An easy walk in. It wasn't a very long lineup, of course. Walk in. I had completely forgotten to do the 12 o'clock Rise of the Resistance booking, but that's okay. And I just walked around Disney and it was lovely. I decided to do, I, I like to do at least one thing I haven't done before. So this was the Davy Crockett 
canoes. So I'm going to take a bit of a break and then I will be back to tell you about my afternoon at Disneyland. And we're back. So I think what I'm going to do is just finish off my Disneyland day here and publish this pod and then I will talk about my, the rest of my trip in another one because otherwise it'll just be a bit too long and a bit too unwieldy. Alright, so there we are. I decided to do the Davy Crockett canoes, which was super fun and it, you get to it, it's near the kind of one of the entrances sort of to Splash Mountain. So I went down there, got put into a canoe, and it was awesome. The guy leading it, so there's one guy in front, one guy in the back, and that person steers. And we all take, we all have to row together. He says, no row, no go. You know, he was funny. He was, it was like he wanted to be on the jungle cruise or something. He was, he was so good. He's when we were done. We, you go, you just go around the rivers of America, which is really nice. Like he made a lot of jokes about the moose and all that sort of thing. And it's kind of nice because you get to see things at a different level and you get to hear things that you don't hear when you're on the Mark Twain or even on the Columbia. And he was, he said, okay, so that was lap one and one, he goes, yeah. So one is for, for trial two is for speed, three is for endurance, and four, we all looked at him, he goes, the kids get out and push. <laughs> that was so funny. He was really awesome. You only go around once. So we pull in to the canoe. You have to show, you have to pull your paddles in, and somebody just wasn't listening and wasn't pulling his paddle in. It's like, please, sir, pull your paddle in, or else it's going to get stuck. Like, it's going to break off, right? So you, you got to listen to the, to the, cast members when you're on these rides okay so and it was outdoors so we didn't have to have our masks on which was nice some people did some people didn't it's it's all how you feel and I was beside somebody I didn't know but whatever like we were having a lot of fun and we did a lot of jokes and stuff so I left from there and then I thought well it's really really hot I'm gonna go into Splash Mountain it was a 90 minute wait. I did go into the into Pooh Corner, into the Tigger store and took a look around there and then nothing really jumped out at me. So I went into the lineup. It was about an hour and a half and it really was about an hour and a half. It did move and for the most part I was in the shade. So that was nice, but it went all the way back to almost the Haunted Mansion to start. So it was quite, quite the far distance line. And so Splash Mountain is an indoor slash outdoor ride. So you are supposed to have your masks on. As soon as you get undercover, you need to put your mask on. Everybody does, most people do, it's quite nice. Then we get down to the logs and uh, it was at the very back. So the very back isn't so bad, but you do have to remember, if you are not the very back and you are a bigger person, Try to think of the people behind you, especially on rides where you get photos like Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, those kind of things. Because if you put your hands up, that person behind you is in shadow and you're blocking their picture. And that's just kind of a shitty thing to do. Like I know it's not a, it's not a rule or anything, but 
so many people have ruined so many photos of, you know, because especially my kid, she's short, and so she would be in the shadow because somebody was putting their hands up in front of her, like every single time. Anyway, so I get in, I'm very at the very back behind some big guy, of course. And even though it's an indoor slash outdoor ride, you're supposed to have your mask on. So we go through and it's just as wonderful as ever. It's cool, it's like finally some relief. Go down your little jump, your little rolls and your hills and stuff. And then the big one, screams, arms, ah, it was wonderful. And when I got out and I found my photo, I don't know why it printed out. It should not have downloaded onto my app, but it did, fortunately. But the girl, she was a young, she was maybe, she was a teenager. So she had her mask off and was screaming. And the person behind her had their mask off and was screaming. And then the rest of us had our masks on and we were screaming. But whatever. It, it downloaded and I'm really happy that it did. And then I put it out to my friends on the Facebook page. Hey, where do you want me to go? So I ended up doing Small World, which I do not like, but I did. And got, I think, some interesting photos this time around that I hadn't gotten before and just enjoyed the cool of the water. Again, it's an indoor ride. We all wore our masks, as far as I know. Then... I did, where did I go after Small World? I think somebody wanted me, hmm, I can't remember, honestly. I went all over House Half Acre. I did end up at Pirates just as it got dark. So I did Pirates, it was only a 25 minute walk wait, so it wasn't that bad, again, a fully indoor ride you need to have your mask on I think for the most part we all did so pirates is the only real difference is now there's like um, the redhead is a pirate as opposed to a piece of chattel so that was nice it was it was nice like it was nice to see it again but I know so much about history that it was kind of kind of losing its luster for me let's just say so I after pirates where did I go I did have dinner at Rancho Zocalo so I think I did that after splash and it was delicious it was a tostada salad and it was so good and a horchata drink which is like they're cold it's like a rice drink but it, it tastes like a little piece of heaven it's so good it was my dessert it was lovely to sit in the shade and eat that. And the, the tostada salad was just work of art. I always try and have at least one meal at Zocalo, Rancho del Zocalo. And I went through the through their uh, Dio Moites, um, I know I'm butchering it, their Day of the Dead little area, which was lovely. A few pictures there. I just really loved walking through and just going wherever have any particular place to be and I, I just loved it so it was getting on to about 8 39 o'clock I'm getting tired again I've done a lot of walking because I walked down to get in the car so 
I've done, I did, I think, like 16,000 steps or something stupid, which I don't usually do unless I'm down there. So that was it. Then the next day was DCA, which was um, Saturday. So I went into DCA, didn't hit rope drop, I just went there and just really enjoyed my day. Did this very similar kind of thing, walked around, did a few, I did not, I think the only ride I did, let's see, saw a couple characters, saw a couple things. I did Guardians of the Galaxy. That picture did not come out because one lady in the corner decided to take her mask off. Everybody else had their masks on, every other person. It is a fully indoor ride. The only outdoor is when it opens up to take your picture. And this person had to take her mask off for the photo. And nobody else did. And so now that photo did not download onto my app. And maybe that's the reason, but honestly, lady. <clears throat> anyway, I did get, at noon, I did the web slingers and I got a boarding pass for later that afternoon so I just walked around California Adventure and just took it all in and enjoyed the Avengers campus which was amazing saw the Doctor Strange area just really really tried to immerse myself had breakfast at the Pym Tesquick kitchen. I ordered a child's breakfast. I'd gone into Starbucks to get out of the heat. I did the pumpkin, Pluto's pumpkin scavenger hunt where you find all the different pumpkins in downtown Disney and you put it onto a, a sticker board and then it was 10 bucks. And then I um, got a free mug. I didn't do all of it. I had lunch at Ralph Brennan's, which was lovely. This amazing Creole chicken Caesar salad and a Louisiana lemonade, which was worth the price of admission. It was delicious. Could have gone for four or five of those. And then I did, in DCA, I did a scavenger hunt for the Vacation Club. So I went into Grand Californian grabbed a couple DVC stuff and then they had like go around and take these six selfies and then come back and we'll give you a prize. It was a little pin. A nice chat with a lady at DVC who happens to know the guy who sold us ours. And and I just did things that I don't usually do, which I really appreciated. I did make it back to so after Web Slingers, which was around 430. Of course, my dinner reservation was at 4.45, but I made it through Web Slingers. It is awesome. It is worth it. I am not going to give you any spoilers, but to suffice it to say, your arms get a really good workout because you're doing a movement that you're not used to doing in everyday life, but it's so much fun, worth every cent. The whole like theming of it again, 1000% spot on, really, really good. Then I went over to Wine Country Totoria for my dinner reservation. I had the shrimp alfredo. And it was very simple, but what they did was they threw some 
red chili flakes in it and it just raised it to a whole nother level which was delicious and then the tiramisu for dessert and what they call a sandy beach which is tequila and blue curacao, curacao and something else and I had two of those had a little bit of tahini on the rim and it was just fabulous dinner then I went Oh, I went into Carsland and I made it in time for Shaboom. But because it was Halloween time, they changed it halfway through. It starts out as Shaboom and then they changed the, the music to spooky music, which was cool. And then I went to Racers. It was two hour for the standby line, one hour for the single rider line, which was crazy and then that was it I was done and I left the park for the day so I'm going to stop the recording here we're now probably just a little over an hour and I'm going to drop the pod and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to do my last two days of my flight home on the next pod okay so I will sign off for now I hope you enjoyed this I hope I wasn't too monotone or anything and I will see you in part two.